Hi, fellas. Let's, um, Hi, gentlemen. Let's open with a story, an anecdote, if you will, because I do want to share. I let out a 17-second fart. Nice. Fuck me. That's mm, impressive. And it ended hurting because the human diaphragm <laughs> is not supposed to fucking squeeze for that long, right? <laughs> no. They ended with a gurgle. <laughs> I went down to another floor. Like, but I checked the hallway. The fucking office that was down there, empty. I go in. None of the cubicles had red on them. They were all the doors were open. I went, great, fine. I'm I'm gonna let this thing sing like Pavarotti, <laughs> right? Okay. Nice. Of course. Like after that, and this thing just kept going. It's like a fucking you know gearbox on an F1 car uh, that's about to burn out. I, you know, I finish. By the way, rabbit droppings. Yeah, so yeah, after yeah. all of that noise, fuck all punch. All bark, no bite. And then I go outside and the cleaner's waiting with the bucket. I just nodded at them. I just <laughs> gave a gentle like, and now your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for them because th- at that point they would have been like, oh God, it's fucking 4pm, man. And they're like, <laughs> it's so close to home time. It's 4pm. It's 28 degrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it yeah. smells like someone's killed a cow in here. It was hot. <laughs> So, um, hello, everybody. Oh, fuck, he's back. Oh, no. Ah. Season three's made a return. Uh, he doesn't have to be back. It's the last episode of the season. He, he doesn't have to be back at all, uh, mate. You, you <laughs> don't have to decide these things, Charlie. He lives or dies. You're not God. He, just, he, comes, okay. he comes and goes. It's, it's, who knows? He survived the black lung. Uh, he's back. He's back from the fucking dead. And the, the people, they will cheer. <laughs> and the numbers, they will rise. <laughs> and the, the chimneys will be swept. Yeah, before he dies, we will remember his message. <laughs> I was re-listening to the episode the other day when you're doing the uh, the cocksucker guy, and it was fucking yeah. hilarious. But man, what a way, what a way to end season three. And you know what? Now that uh, this podcast is international, we are so close now to 12,000 listeners all over the world yeah thank you very much everyone for listening hope you have all enjoyed the stories uh, over the course of this season uh, if you have a story you want to share with us send in to stories at thethreadofgentleman.com like and subscribe on Instagram and Facebook and shit it's oh. never been smoother I, I fucking I've got this guys shall we do some stories yeah some stories let's do it let's end season three <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Thread of Gentlemen, a podcast where we take a kamikaze dive into the best and often worst tales the internet has to offer. I'm Johnny. I'm Ben. I'm Charlie. And without any further ado, I think we need to get this show started. So I think I want to kick off the end of season three with a story from Mr. Kippen. Fellas. We have this one sent in by The Necromancer. Oh, what a name. What a name. This is going to be dark. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Necromancer. Hi, Necromancer. (laughs) I'm going to assume your real name is Necromancer as well, so, you know, good luck, good speed. (laughs) He's a necky boy. (laughs) Uh, My name, uh, for all that matters here, is The Necromancer. Oh, thank you. (laughs) All right, well, let's go with it. Mainly because I love to bring things back up when they should uh, remain buried. Nice. (laughs) Nice. I'm so worried about this one. (laughs) Uh, If you may, uh, I have a loose thread that needs pulling, and I'd love to regale you uh, with the story of a drink, delinquency, and death. 
already in the first couple of sentences this is the best uh, best written thing we've we've had received into us yeah 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 100% uh, yeah so it was quite a few years ago now the exact date like most things with time is lost to the ether uh, but this story holds firm it was a night like many others of my misspent youth uh, I've had a few of those yeah yeah in fact that is my youth misspent it's just my life I've spent it wrong yeah I'm continually going to the the worst casino of life and spending what little chips I have left all on red yeah yeah. there is no red (laughs) (laughs) Uh, louting and drinking with my friends in an old graveyard Uh, I feel like this person used to listen to a particular type of music Yeah, yeah yeah so here we are drinking from shared bottles the cheapest Glenn's vodka and knockoff soft drinks you all had fringes yeah, yeah, massive fringes. Yeah. yeah. Glenn's um, vodka, there's a blast yeah, yeah, yeah. past. And roller cola or panda pop. <laughs> Rolly cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. Multiple belts. Yeah, just amber leaf packets in everyone's um, crossbody bags. Yeah, good times, man. Checkerboard vans, do you remember? Ooh, pink belts. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> it's, it's it's a particular 2005 to 2008 crowd here who know who they are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Come on. I know you're sat in your office right now like looking back and knowing that that's the moment that it went wrong <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, enough of um, shitting on like 40% of our audience uh, so knock off soft drinks uh, that had only ever seemed to appear in the, the shadiest of off licenses yeah and the bag was plastic blue and white yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, smoking and laughing and listening to music. Yeah, good times. Uh, the night is fairly young, and this graveyard is restless with the exuberance of youth. Uh, so as all drunken, bored teens in a stuck-up town do, we begin to take turns suggesting and acting out dares. Nice. Wow. I like this. Yeah, usually, to go, ah, what's going to happen? I know this podcast. It's not good. It's, yeah, no, the, the dares are going to go wrong, I would imagine. All right, you know. As long as no one poos in the graveyard, then it's, it, how bad can it go? Somebody sneezing in an open arsehole? <laughs> you asked the question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you know yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> you open the door, he walked through it, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Enter stage left, my good friend and dear confident, uh, confidant, the fool. I like the way this guy writes. Fool! <laughs> nice, I like this. I won't shame him by giving you his real name. Fuck you, give it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is the fool? The story should be uh, shame and guilt enough for an eternity. Anyway, the fool uh, is your class, uh, classic class clown. A true troubadour of japes and buffoonery and never backs down from a challenge. I honestly admire his confidence. I also admire your fucking eloquence, sir, because you yeah. have the gift of, of the quill. I am enthralled by this. <laughs> Anyone that uses troubadour in a sentence, I, I'm happy with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the first troubadour of uh, A Thread of Gentlemen. So also the first fool as well. Well, no, I mean, we show up every week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not often you find a man... Uh, with a humour as black as sin and a heart as pure gold, but the fool is definitely that kind of character. Uh, as luck should have it for us, the perfect pitch of a dare came up for him. See, not but 50 metres away, or about 164 foot, no one gives a fuck, uh, uh, was a sleeping homeless person laid out on a local park bench. 
Oh, yeah, I've no. seen this movie before. That homeless man turns into Agent Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, okay, so you got drunk teenagers in a graveyard and a sleeping homeless man. This man is already down on his luck. Like, leave him alone, goth kids. Just just don't go there. Yeah, goth kids are the bum. That's what this story's called. <laughs> <laughs> Now, us being horrible and uh, benighted teens, uh, addled in the brain with booze and all manner of other substances, dared the fool to saunter over and teabag the poor vagrant. Oh, no. <laughs> what a sentence. No, no, no. What a sentence. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do it. Well, no, fuck it. Do it. Why not? Like, yeah, you know. do it. Do it. Yeah, who's he going to tell? You know, he's, he's got no one to talk to. You'll be all right. <laughs> No one will believe him anyway. Um, yeah. oh, I got teabagged in the graveyard. Get away from me, you rudderless bum. <laughs> Come here, bum. <laughs> Prepare to be bagged, son. <laughs> this vagabond is in for a bagging. <laughs> we got any spare change for, for a Greg's mate? How about you, blobby clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Have my hot and sour balls in your face. <laughs> Dinner served. Receive brain, you fucking vagrant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bloody brilliant. So, um, where were we? And so, uh, saunter over to the hobo. He did. Uh, and we all watched a gape when he undid his belt, zipped down his flies, and proceeded to place his shriveled scrotum over the eyes of the homeless sleeper. Wow, eyes. Oh. Isn't that called the Iranian goggles? <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I mean, that's so, bad. I kind of feel like you're setting yourself up for some sort of infection with this. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's really funny? Who? The bum's revenge. You're going to get pink I, sack. I, are you going to get fucking sack up? Or is it that he's getting eyeball up? Probably Maybe both. it's a trade. Oh, yeah, that's nasty, isn't it? This is definitely the the barrel, isn't it, of our stories? <laughs> this is like way beneath the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, the pukian cunt had actually done it. The fool, the madman, the genius. He came jogging back over to us. Uh, he had the largest shit-eating grin on his face. Uh, and for the rest of the evening, that's exactly where it stayed. Well, really happy with himself. Yeah. Just... Okay. It's borderline rape, so maybe pull it back a little bit. <laughs> Scale it back, Sam. Yeah, I yeah. feel like we're, we're quite far over the border uh, of the borderline. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, you're in Tijuana of rape. But it, like, it's... <laughs> we're going to just... We'll carry on. We'll see if this turns into something worse. Um, I have a feeling that it will, because there's quite a few paragraphs left. Um <laughs> So, uh, for much of the rest of that evening, that's exactly where it stayed, the smile. Uh, praised and uh, um, accoladed by all of us for his feet and daring. As you can imagine, being we are all in our best natures, cowardly types, we promptly departed the area somewhere a little different to spend the rest of the evening. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, they left the hat. The hat being the homeless man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the sexual assault they had performed on him. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. They're learning. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, 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 only took three seasons. Uh, that's fair enough, yeah. I mean, there's there's many, many things wrong with this. So, uh, so vacating the area is pro 
probably the best thing you can do. And so it wasn't until the very depths of the night that we made our way back to the graveyard. But when we did amble past, it seemed the drunken stupor, uh, sorry, in a drunken stupor, we were amazed to see it filled with flashing lights. Uh, oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. no. They teabagged no. him to death. <laughs> <laughs> He'd been bagged to death. It's just like a, 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 a ball-shaped white line around his eyes. <laughs> Is that what happens to raccoons? Uh. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like it. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I mean, you deserve it. Well, no, no one really deserves to die, but... Um, I don't know so wait, hang on, he... He deserves to be teabagged to death because he's homeless, is what you're saying. He's made some poor choices. So, you know, he's chosen his path. He's going to fucking walk it. You made your bed. Well, you don't have a bed. but You made your sleeping bag. (laughs) (laughs) You lay down in your cardboard boxes. (laughs) So, uh, what ho, this this, uh, very trepid writer puts, uh, what a display is this? What change of affairs had there been to bring on such a spectacle? Oh, I don't know. Maybe suffocation by sack. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, as this thread runs closer and closer to running its course, I can tell you with absolute certainty that we saw that homeless man being lifted, then wheeled into the back uh, of a waiting ambulance in a body bag. Oh, shittington. Well, that's two bags that night. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Somewhere there's a really sad three-legged dog. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not too soon, because it's 2,000 and something. That's a double zero. Uh, My friend and dear companion in the fall had teabagged a corpse. I mean, in a way, I'm relieved that he was already dead. But, I mean, there's no winners here, is there? So, uh, yeah, the necromancer... P.S. Keep up the bloody good work and thoroughly enjoyed listening to the podcast. Well, thank you, Necromancer. Thank you, Necromancer. Yeah, never much for an old door again. <laughs> We're going to send you a t-shirt and an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> you need a solicitor and um, your friend the fool uh, needs help. He needs to wash his balls. <laughs> I don't think there's enough water, John. I'm very sure they've got more stories and I want to hear them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh, I, d- I don't doubt it because they're they're drunken vagabonds who hung out in graveyards. There's going to be more where that came from. Necromancer special uh, special episode coming in season four. I'll tell you what, if uh, the Necromancer, if you're out there, could you just like send us stories of the other dares that evening? <laughs> I'd love it if that wasn't the worst thing that happened that night. <laughs> like, that's the entry level story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Season four. And then we buggered a fox. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie, right. So, uh, this one is called An Unexpected Turn. Oh, sorry, do that again. It's called what, John? It's called An Unexpected Turn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wicked. This uh, was sent in by Sam via email. So if other people do want to send in stories via email, Charlie, where can they send them in to? You can send in to stories at thethreadofgentlemen.com. Genuinely, like last like, last kind of favourite of uh, of season three. Uh, feel free to like and subscribe on YouTube. It really helps us out. Uh, if you see a video you like, give it a like. 
you see a video I don't like, give it a like again. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? No, but if, if you do see us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere where all of our content sits, give us a little like and subscribe. It really does help us out. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into An Unexpected Turn by Sam. Ooh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Taxi. <laughs> okay, so... He begins, Dear Thread of Gentlemen, I have been a long-time fan of the show. Fantastic. Great to hear it, Sam. Wicked that you've sent a story in. It was that time again uh, in our friendship group for one of us to get married. The event in question was between one of my good friends, let's call him Bill, and his soon-to-be wife. Let's call her Laura. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, Bill and Laura. Now, as we had all met at university, it meant that we all hailed from various parts of the country and getting older meant it was harder for us to meet up, often, what with work and kids and the like. Yeah, I I get that, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I feel your pain. Bill had met Laura at school and they both, uh, sorry, Bill had met Laura at a school they both worked at in London. However, she herself was Irish. So when it came to their wedding, she understandably wished it to be in her home country. This meant not only did our troop now need to come together, but also travel across to the Emerald Isle for this auspicious occasion. Something we were all too happy to do. That sounds amazing. It sounds like, you know, wedding trip over to Ireland. Bring it on. Yeah, definitely, man. That sounds fucking great. What could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. It's the Irish hangover. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You went there with the accent? (laughs) We just don't have enough people hating us at this point. Let's just fucking throw everyone in. My wife couldn't make the trip, so I shared a room with a single lad to save on costs. Yeah, you know, we've all been there. Yeah, 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 done it. Due to travel times, we all meet one morning extremely early and catch a flight, then a bus to the hotel where the reception was held. Nice. This now meant that we have an entire day to to, uh, to catch up and unwind in a small Irish town. So, good company, good memories, and good old-fashioned Irish booze flowed for the whole day, which meant a sore head and an unsettled stomach the following morning, <laughs> the morning of the wedding. This is going to be a poo story, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> this is why you separate events days before weddings. <laughs> yeah. Lads yeah. holiday, wedding, two different things. <laughs> <laughs> weddings and blokes and feces <laughs> that's all I'm gonna hear yeah that it's... is gonna be the name of your autobiography <laughs> <laughs> New York Times bestseller weddings blokes and feces <laughs> right <laughs> sounds like Philip Schofield's memoir <laughs> <laughs> that's staying the fuck in it's been long enough yeah fucking right um Breakfast becomes a tactical act of balancing coffee consumption uh, to move the previous day's intake and lining the stomach for the upcoming day. As the morning is rolling in, I am acutely aware that the ceremony is in uh, is an hour's coach drive away and the bride, being Irish Catholic, is not a short affair. Yeah, that wedding is going to take a long time. Yeah. Yep. This coupled with the echoes of the great classic line of just send it in my head. Yeah. Nice. That's my favourite one. It's catching well done. Well played, Uh, Sam. Well played, sir. Um, Echoes of the great classic line of just send it in my head. I am plagued by visions that I will be caught short mid-ceremony with explosive diarrhoea. That is a very real fear. That is a very, very real fear. I am am getting married soon and I'm I'm terrified of that. Oh, we're going to make sure it happens. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. (laughs) I just want to see, like, just, I've got to see a tear of just the, the, you know, trying to hold something in, you know, and then like a fucking vein there. And it's not a vein full of blood, it's a vein full of shit that's flowing back up into his body. Carry on. 
<laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> uh, so the wedding party is gathering and still no real movement. Oh dear. The coach arrives and nothing. I'm getting tense now. Well, he's not. <laughs> I, so I, I, I would not get on that coach. Do you know what I mean? Like if, if that was the danger, I would be like, I'm going to get a cab. I'm going to get anywhere else. Like I'll see you guys there. Yeah, yeah, be late. Be yeah, late to the wedding. Yeah. Late is better than shitting your pants. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thread of gentlemen, words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> when you've got one suit, it's better. <laughs> the, the coach arrives and nothing. I'm getting tense now. I do not want to be the brown stain on my friend's big day. Oh, fuck. Is it socially acceptable to wear an upside down hoodie on your wedding day? <laughs> that made for weird wedding photos, wouldn't it? But what a story. What, it's better than skits, so... <laughs> Okay, so here we go. The ceremony starts and goes without a hitch from myself or any other Guinness-loaded bomb from the night before. So, then to the night do, filled again with revelry and good times. The booze is flowing, the songs are being sung, and the stories are being told. This sounds fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. So, why am I writing into you? <laughs> oh, it's peaked. <laughs> with Hi. With myself being both wife and child free for the weekend, I have somewhat burnt the candle late into the night. And uh, my roommate had already retired to bed, not alone. Nice. I wake up and gaze across at my roommate and his newly acquired and my newly acquired roommate <laughs> going in for what I can only assume is round two. Oh, Amazing. Dear. Well done. Uh, Good for you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some time passes and I hear her ask. Did we kick someone out of the room last night? She gets a mumbled response and the action continues to heat up. I roll over in an attempt to make my presence known and avoid becoming an unexpected voyeur. No, it seems to have some effect. To just, I, I just called him out then and there, but like, guys, I'm here. I'm right here. <laughs> Carry on. Don't stop. Am but... I involved or are you two leaving? What's happening? <laughs> Ah. Also, fuck it. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like say at any point, just like give it five minutes and be like, oh, actually, yeah, I am here. No, good point. Good point. Wait till penetration <laughs> and then come out in the ghillie suit. <laughs> wait, till, yeah, wait yeah. till right before the cum shot and they're just going like, Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> well, was that one from season two? It might have been this. No, it was last season. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's exactly what you should do. I don't like, what do you do? Like, you got to do impressions of people in that point? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, you get a t-shirt. If you come back and you tell us that you did the fucking senior at that point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> oh, he's really fucking a bird. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of come down here. It does a Trump. <laughs> it's terrible what the, the liberals are doing to his gaping asshole. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... We were thinking of opening a prison in his asshole. I wasn't going to open a prison, but we might open a prison. So... This seems to have some effect to the horror of the young lady in the bed adjacent to mine, who is now questioning how long I have been there. I, re I reassure her that it's not been all night and they were indeed asleep when I got into the room, but this again does not sway them from round two. So here I am in the hotel lobby at 6.30 after three hours of sleep writing you this tale. P.S. So no poo? Yeah, silver lining. That was a twisty one. Fuck, I love that, man, for a... There's one more paragraph. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right. P.S. As I do so overhear one of the hotel staff saying someone has fucking destroyed one of the toilets down here. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> this puts a smile on my face. Uh, as what thread of gentleman's story is not complete without some shit ruining there something? There it is. There it is. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. We were nearly over the line <laughs> right in the last second. And I can indeed, I can indeed confirm I did absolutely destroy it. And even the cleaning staff had left the fucking hat and fucked off from it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sam. You decommission the toilet, don't you? All of the references. Sam, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, Fantastic. that was brilliant. Yes, I was a big uh, fan of that, Sam. Thank you so much for sending that in to uh, stories at thethreadofgentlemen.com. Uh, okay, so this one, uh, I'm already scared of the title. It's called Mr. Daddy, uh, and it's sent in... I don't like it. No, 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 no. How do you manage to take a fucking teabagged dead hobo and make me worry after that? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> It's sent in by Kay by email. So thank you very much, Kay, for sending this one in. Thank you, Kay. If you've got stories, send them in too. Send them in too. Stories at thirdofgentleman.com. Years ago, my mother forced me to join a hiking group of socially awkward teenagers. As I was, and still am, an unbelievably bitchless guy with low-level Asperger's. <laughs> oh, by the way, I love the fucking... Tombra of your voice when you said bitchless. I love that. <laughs> bitchless. Fantastic. Bitchless guy. Um, this I've been is lying. A cracking episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. The writing what a way to kill is, is fucking amazing. This is Shakespearean level quality. Uh, this really is. We, we can keep going with this standard as well. Um, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't going to just scope out some chicks and escape the wrath of my mum. Uh, I was therefore faced with the familiar sensation of disappointment as I arrived and ran my eyes over a sea of guys. Ugly guys. Uh, <laughs> bon appetit, my friend. There were just, uh, yeah, hiking groups, like, yeah. Um, there were just two girls, both of whom I would latch onto like a desperate remora fish. I've got no idea what a remora fish is, but I really love the reference. Um Back to the guys, all of the cavemen uh, screaming like apes, slugging each other in the face and belting out incoherent rap lyrics. Uh, only one stood out as properly weird. Let's call him James. His name was definitely James. I won't use his real name as the guy is probably on the sex offenders registry by now and has enough to deal with. <laughs> name is definitely still yeah, James. Don't pity him. Um, he was quiet at first and skinny to the point of being emaciated. Uh, on our first hike, he loitered at the back of the group, creepily staring at the girl I was trying and failing to chat up and sipping from a battered hip flask. Oh, he's got all the hallmarks of like domestic terrorism. Oh, fuck yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he later ripped poison ivy off a tree and stuffed it down the collar of the girl. After a strong telling off from the counsellors, he promised not to do it again. He annoyingly returned the following week, smugly sipping from the flask. Unsurprisingly, she did not. He sounds like Fucking a horrible, hell, that's horrible like... person. This is basically every creepy character that Paul Dano has ever played in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, really like, intense. Oh, Paul Dano and Michael Sarah had a child. <laughs> Bitchless child. Yeah, bitchless. <laughs> I'm going to use bitchless more and more in uh, everyday conversation now. Uh, so on a later hike, he announced that he identified as a vampire and listened <laughs> of course. off the... Uh, list, yeah. Listed off the strange and sexual pronouns he demanded we use. Uh, everyone <laughs> continued to ignore him, so he tried to identify as a pirate instead. Uh, he Oh, no. He eventually demanded 
I just identify as garlic. <laughs> but also, like, <laughs> how is the writer the bitchless one when this guy's identifying as a vampire and a pirate? By the way, this guy definitely, if not on him, definitely back in his wardrobe, owns a leather coat that's, that goes down to the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He loves the Matrix, by the way. Yeah, he's been to yeah. Download Festival over a year for the last million years. Yeah, he's black Oakley sunglasses and a ponytail. For sure. And he's, he's got a Cyberdog membership card. <laughs> um, okay. Oh my God. Megadeth t-shirt. Sorry, Megadeth fans. No, you don't, you don't apologize to Megadeth fans. Uh, so he eventually demanded that we all refer to him as Daddy, except for me. It was Mr. Daddy to me, because of course it was. <laughs> Still, none of the I, You know what? Fuck this guy. I'm sorry to interrupt, Charlie, but if you ask me to say that to you, I'm I'm gonna fu- I'm gonna make you regret that. I'm gonna lean into that. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna look into your eyes and I'm gonna say it slowly, whilst being as wet lips as possible. Go on, g- give me an example, <laughs> Mister Daddy. <laughs> Mister Daddy. See, that didn't work. You weren't leaning into it enough. I'm slightly erect. No, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Enjoy the erection. No. Nurse that semi. The table's raised by three inches. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, so still none of the counsellors would kick him out, as the whole purpose of our hikes were supposedly as an outlet for odd duck teenagers. They refused to break their code and cast this demon out. James would go on to empty the remaining three quarters of his beverage, a lumpy brown sludge, into the remaining girl's hair. It stank of shit... And then he, he then attempted, with some success, to throat fuck the flask. <laughs> she didn't return the following week, but guess who did? Mr. Daddy himself, after a stern ticking off. <laughs> the weird bastard eyeballed me through every second of his public lecture, sipping from the fetid flask. It was confiscated after the leader of lead counsellor was done, which sent him into loud spiral of self-pity on that day's accursed hike. Uh, that night, he got my number from the group chat. Oh, no. Tried to video call me over and over again. I picked up out of sheer range to be greeted with the scary sight of Mr. Daddy ripping his shirt off and grinning like a maniac. <laughs> Once he began howling battle cries and flexing his muscles, I quickly noped the fuck and ended, out, uh, and ended the call. Yeah, and block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And leave the group and move house and call a priest. Yeah. I'm not yeah, usually to, one to go down this route, but there's it's it's only a white guy that can do this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I, I I don't want to be in that camp. No, but I I have no, but to you're not fucking wrong. make a concession that there is it's a Western culture English speaking white guy that's doing this. A bitchless white guy. <laughs> bitch, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting it's a bitchless fucking hack that does bitchless this. Bitchless, Mr. Daddy. Oh, oh Jesus. Drink it out of his poo flask. Very close oh. to his mother, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of cats in that house as well. <laughs> there's going to be some dead. bad smells. Oh, yeah. No, there's new ones, but, but they're just living over the top of the old ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's the toilet stopped working a while ago as well, and there's just a bucket now that they take outside. The problem is you're right, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this guy's fucking... Yeah, the leather jacket, by the way, has not left my mind. The leather coat. And that's all he wears when he's strangling the cat. <laughs> yeah, just as a side, there was a whole fucking swathe of those guys, and some of them still exist, by the way, that, that do, like, they watch The Matrix, and they went, yep. 
Because <laughs> like, oh, do you know what? I watched The Matrix recently. And you have to go and watch it again thinking this. These people went back into The Matrix, right? And dressed how they did. That is the biggest bunch of fucking dorks you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> They're all dressed like absolute cocksuckers. And no one in the 90s dressed like that, by the way. But also, weren't they all like computer nerds and tech nerds? Yeah. So that's exactly how that's they were dressed. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. Now when you start thinking of it like that, you're like, oh my God, they're the worst fucking nerds you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah it makes complete sense now. Oh. In between dodging bullets, all they were their inhalers. They all opted. Like, if we all popped back into the Matrix now, you'd just be wearing some fucking casual clothes to be like, we definitely don't want to stick out visually. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, we're not going to stand in a room with our glasses on. No, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm so worried about Mr. Daddy, about what he's going to get up to. I'm worried that he's waiting outside right now near my <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah. Well, are you ready to find out more? Yeah, um, let's do it. At 4am on the day of our next hike, I received a terrifying selfie of James grinning like a crack addict with a caption, season's greeting from Daddy, scribbled across the image in bright red. It was August. <laughs> Upon returning to the group with my disturbing evidence, I discovered that Mr. Daddy would no longer be joining us for walks. We weren't given any further explanation, but recently I discovered the truth from a close friend, the son of the lead counsellor. His father had... This is where it gets awful and we feel terrible for everything we've just laughed about. Uh, his father had apparently emptied the contents of Mr. Daddy's flask on his driveway that night to discover a lumpy mix of liquid feces and strong alcohol. Oh, so he was oh. drinking a poo flask. Oh my God. He was chucking it. <laughs> so he was shitting in this thing, drinking out of it, and also fucking it. Yep. Chunder chowder. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Awful. I wonder what alcohol he used. Glenn's vodka. It probably wasn't even alcohol. He just managed to somehow ferment something in there. I, I have to believe that yeah. if you were born as good looking as Brad Pitt, that's got to turn your face into a nightmare. Yeah, it really <laughs> yeah. does. Like that's that. There's no amount of crack cocaine on planet Earth that can do the damage that that bottle can do. <laughs> no chance. Uh, so James was barely 14 at the time, and that was the last straw. And he finally dropped the illusion of inclusion to ban the sick deviant. Wherever he is now, I really hope that creepy fuck is getting the help he desperately so uh, he so desperately needs, and that no one ever calls him Mister Daddy. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally Listen, agree with it. Kay, thank you so much for sending that one in. Muchas gracias. So, guys, now that we are at the end of season three, what are some of your best moments, some of your favourite bits? Uh, I'm so... I mean, the, the one the, the one actually that haunts me most is the one from like, the last episode of that person that had, like, the peanut butter on their arm. And licked it, and it wasn't peanut butter. It was feces, wasn't it? Oh, it yeah. Was, it, was, it was poo. That one haunted me quite a lot. Really? You think that's the worst one? I, I, I've said it multiple times this episode. I'm going to go there again. It's Sneeze Mouth. Yes, yeah, Sneeze, Sneeze Mouth, mouth is, is pretty up, bad. Because also what's funny is that like irrelevant to the story, he was like, I puked on a fucking underground. <laughs> Just like everyone was like avoiding him, and then it's just like you just see something. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but I just imagine like that woman, like head back, mouth open, poor fucking darling, and then just going, woof! <laughs> visual flex of, of human spit entering into somebody else's face hole. 
Yeah. Oh man, I, I don't know what my favourite is. I really like Pow. You know, the, where the guy... Pow was good. Shit in the kid's pants and then shit himself <laughs> again in the kid's pants. Yeah, <laughs> shit someone else's pants. The, the, like I, Things like that kind of, I think, just absolutely incredible. The way people have written some of these things, these stories have been, this, this season have been incredible, especially today. Some of them have been brilliant. But just summing up a story of, uh, you know, I shit someone else's pants. Yeah, yeah I really like the sentence. one um, from a couple of weeks ago that you read out. I can't remember what it's called, where she'd like done a shit at a boyfriend's house that wouldn't flush, so she wrapped it in toilet paper and put it in her pants. And the way you described it was she shit herself third party. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, that is. Oh, oh man, shit man. herself third party. Uh, but audience, like you, let us know what is the, uh, what are you, what are your favourite stories from uh, uh, from this season and all of the other seasons as well. Well, all of the seasons are a blur to me at this point. All, all I really know is that the name Papa Schwartz has come up, and now I'm still sat in this sofa. Yeah. Two seasons after that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What what, what else? Happened? I mean, this season's definitely the one that's made you go, oh no. Papa Schwartz seems like a treasured family holiday compared to fucking corpse bagging. Yeah, the tea bagged corpse is a. That's how a do new we get low. to that? How do we get to fucking? No, corpse I, I can say, in. This is my point. This is how we get to that. Is that we've laid the groundwork. It steadily gets worse to the point where somebody can admit potential manslaughter via nutsack. Yeah. We can't, like, now that Frankenstein's monster is walking around, we can't be fucking shocked. We pulled the plunger. Yeah, this is us. This is on us. Yeah, this is, we've created the monster. Oh, hot We put damn. it together in the trifecta of filth. <laughs> and season 10 is going to be a masterpiece. Oh, you know, can you do a podcast through um, a plastic glass wall through a phone? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, good question. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. But, um, right, thanks to everyone who's listened, everyone who's sent in stories for any of the three seasons. We're going to have a kind of a short little break before we come back with season four because we're getting married, we're moving, moving house, house, we've got all kinds of stuff yeah. happening. But, and uh, counselling takes some time as well. The recovery <laughs> process is slow. Yeah. And we need to recover for this shit. <laughs> we need to go find ourselves go trek across India or whatever the fuck the Beatles did that's a fucking great point we're in the we're in the India Beatles phase so we are and let's film it because that sounds absolutely hilarious that's yeah, why the, I'm wearing a towel or anything the Abbey Road sessions is when it gets autistic so thank you Corpus Fucker for that one because that was eloquently delivered did well, you say yeah. artistic or autistic well there's a fine line in this part isn't there so uh, yeah and then we're, I wonder what the fucking rooftop gig is for us <laughs> on that uh, bench where that guy got tea bagged. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's the uh, live show for episode one hundred. Oh, the live show! Easy we time. are am approaching. I, am I announcing it now? Well, well we, we haven't booked it yet, so we probably shouldn't. <laughs> I get that like shot in Elvis where he gets taken out by the police, like or oh, halfway through the, the the fucking show. That's us. Yes. <laughs> oh Jesus! We didn't do anything. We just passed on the message. <laughs> <laughs> we are vessels. <laughs> We didn't teabag anyone. I need to look at the faces of the people who send in this shit. I, yeah, I, I dread to think, but at the same time, I love each and every one of them. Yes, yeah. I do. Thank you to everyone who's listened, wherever you are in the world. Thank you to everyone who sent in stories, wherever you are in the world. Ah. 
And uh, as as an email that we received a little while ago ended in the perfect way, Viva la Threadolution! (laughs) 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 Nice, nice, nice. Guys, we will see you soon for season four. All the best! Season four, let's go! Good nighty night! (laughs) (laughs) Can we have one last senor for season three? Uh, uh, um, Buenos noches! (laughs) (laughs) Poor, poor.